Welcome to SOS The Podcast, where each episode we explore the science behind South Asian skin. I'm your host, Nim, and today we're going to save our skin from a condition that affects a lot of us in the South Asian community, melasma. Melasma is a common skin condition that causes patches of darker, hyperpigmented skin, usually on the sun-exposed areas of your face, such as the forehead, cheeks, nose, upper lip, and your chin. And it can sometimes also appear on the neck and the forearms. The condition affects people of all races, but it does have a higher incidence in certain populations, including South Asians, and especially those with Fitzpatrick skin types of three to six. You may have heard of melasma referred to as a pregnancy mask, and that's because women are much more affected than men, and there is a really strong hormonal component to this disease. No one really understands why melasma happens. The cause of melasma is not clear, but there are certain factors that have been found to cause it. One of the most common factors, yeah, is hormonal changes, and there is a strong hormonal link with melasma. The use of oral contraceptives or hormone replacement therapy and the onset of menopause have been found to have a strong correlation with melasma development. Pregnancy can sometimes be a reversible hormonal factor in melasma. So after your pregnancy has ended and your hormones have leveled out again, you may notice the presentation of melasma can go away. Hormones are just a part of the story though, and there is a significant genetic component to the development of melasma. In fact, a high incidence of up to 70% in family members suggests a genetic predisposition to developing melasma. Pigmentation and melasma are also very strongly linked to UV light exposure, which is sunlight and artificial light exposure. Melanin is born from the melanocytes in the skin, and your melanin production is upregulated by UV sun exposure. When melanin is upregulated, we see that pigment and those aggregations of pigment present as melasma. And while the pigmentation in melasma is usually confined to the epidermis, which is the outer layer of skin, its presence in the dermis, which is the deeper layers of skin, adds to the reason why it's recurrent and refractory. This means that managing melasma can be really challenging, but it's not impossible. Now that we know a little bit more about melasma, let's talk about how you can manage it effectively. So one of the most important aspects is establishing a very consistent skincare routine that includes daily use of SPF. Sun protection is the most important when it comes to melasma. As I mentioned previously, UV exposure can exponentially worsen your melasma by upregulating pigment production. So make sure you're using sunscreen daily, even on cloudy days. Choose a mineral-based sunscreen with at least a 9-10% zinc or titanium oxide and at least 40-50 to 50 SPF for maximum protection. Make sure to use it regularly and reapply multiple times a day. When selecting your skincare products, look for ingredients specifically designed for melasma-prone skin that shut down the melanin production in your skin. Ingredients like retinol, vitamin C, niacinamide, licorice root extract, and kojic acid can be beneficial in stopping the process of melanogenesis, which is the pigment production. And remember, consistency is key with skincare. It may take some time to see results, so be patient. And on the flip side, there are some common skincare mistakes that can worsen melasma, such as using abrasive scrubs or picking at your skin. Triggers like harsh skincare products, excessive heat, and certain medications can lead to inflammation and increased pigmentation. Hydroquinone is one of these harsh skincare ingredients. It's a prescription cream that works by suppressing the melanocyte activity, and this shuts down pigment production. There is a really effective decrease in pigment with this cream, However, there have been lots of issues reported with continued use over six months. There is a possibility of increased inflammation, 
negative responses, and actually more pigmentation. After you see his use of hydroquinone, there is also the chance of a rebound. It can definitely have a role in your skincare regime, but it should be used with caution and with your doctor or dermatologist's approval. Often, they'll prescribe it for a cycle of about six months on and off. The overall takeaway with skincare is to be gentle, but don't be afraid to introduce active ingredients into your regime. Introduce them slowly and make sure you apply SPF. Be consistent and be patient is the most important. So last, I want to touch on professional in-clinic treatments for melasma. If you've tried various skincare routines and you haven't seen the results you want, you're probably going to end up consulting with a dermatologist, a dermal clinician, or another professional. And there are different types of in-clinic treatments that these professionals are capable of performing. This includes chemical peels, lasers, and microneedling. These procedures should always be performed by qualified professionals who can assess and diagnose your skin condition accurately. This is important because a lot of issues arise by a misdiagnosis of the depth of pigment and the type of pigmentation that is being presented. It's really important to note that laser treatments will often worsen melasma and make it look darker. Any treatment that causes heat in the skin and induces inflammation in the skin will most likely cause melasma to worsen. That's why lasers should really rarely be used in the treatment of melasma and only as a third-line therapy in cases if your melasma is really resistant to all other therapies. A laser treatment every three to four months is the general protocol when dealing with melasma and only if there's a really strong SPF and skincare regime in place. Pre-treatment of your skin should include suppressing the melanin production with topicals like retinoids, vitamin C, or azelaic acid for roughly six to eight weeks prior to laser treatment. Without a correct home skincare routine for pre and post treatments, these professional treatments that induce inflammation will cause your melasma to be worse in the long run. Darker skin types like our South Asian skin are at further risk of melasma and PIHP, which is post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Therefore, pre-treatment and post-treatment is the key here. Managing your melasma will be a journey that requires patience and dedication. By understanding your triggers, adopting a consistent skincare routine, and if needed, seeking professional guidance, you can take control of your melasma and enjoy healthier, more radiant skin. That's all for today's episode of SOS, the podcast. If you have any other questions or a specific topic you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate to reach out. Until next time, take care of your skin and take care of yourself. As always, any advice is general and not designed to diagnose or treat any conditions. Please consult and follow the advice of your healthcare practitioner or your dermatologist before beginning any treatment. Thank you.